Welcome to the True Blue LA podcast. We've got Game 5 in front of us of the NLDS. We've got Game 3 and 4 behind us. We're going to talk about that. What we're going to do, uh, we're just... This is technically a new episode. We're just going to replay last episode from three days ago uh, because it's kind of the same games, but uh, just at a different location. Although, uh, based on the weather uh, for one of those games, uh, it might you might have thought it was in San Francisco, mm-hmm. but it was not. But uh, exciting. Uh, of course, this series has to come down to Game 5. And uh, yeah, we're going to prepare you for that by going over the last two games and then talking about what's next. Yeah. Uh, shortly and beautifully said, we'll do all of that after this. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Should be noted that the uh, Giants and Dodgers fi- finished the regular season with the Giants up one game, which means combined, the Giants are ahead by a game. And this doesn't this season seem like it should just end up with them having the same amount of wins total? You know, well, you're, you mean against each other? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that that's right. Uh, I haven't delved into all the numbers yet, but I, I'm probably going to write something for it tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. The game's Thursday. Um, it's going to be the 24th Dodgers-Giants game um, this year. Uh, so I think I was looking back at it. Um, I forgot how many the two 
the two teams played like in the old like 154 game schedule uh when there were only eight teams you played every team um you know 22 times a year now it's you know it's not that far off now because of it's 19 within the division but back then you played every single team 20 22 times a year in your league um but then 1962 came along uh, and that was the 162 game season there was expansion so i'm i'm looking up um I was I wanted to see Maury Wills because 1962 the the Dodgers played um, the, the Dodgers and Giants uh, tied in the National League. There were no divisions back then, so I was I, I was going to look up and see exactly how many games they played that year because they did play a three game playoff, which counted as regular season. So they only played 18 uh, against every team that year, but because of the playoff, they played 21 games against the Giants. So. I have to look up. I think twenty-four in one season is probably a record uh, for at least for Dodgers Giants. Um, but yeah, that's exciting, um, and they're they're probably like super familiar, possibly sick of each other at this point. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot to play each other, so you, you see a lot of the same things over and over, which is why the the two two game sets seem a little fami- more familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll go in uh, chronological order, and also from a scale from painful to not painful. Hmm. Yeah. Talk so, about game three. That sucked. <laughs> well, it was like uh, it was a it was a very good game. Sure, it was also oh, sure. <laughs> uh, it, the Monday night marked the the first time I've worn a jacket in 2021. Um, it was that. It was that. You know. I'm air quoting this cold in Los Angeles, mm. like, and, um, but it got really windy at Dodger stadium to the point where like, even the, like San Francisco writers were going, this is candlestick esque. Like <laughs> this is, this is crazy. Like there were, there was literally like trash, uh, being like, you know, uh, like when the people were cleaning up after the game, there's like trash blowing around just, just randomly. Cause it was, it was so windy. Um, and I'm not like I just want to clear like not saying it as an excuse or anything. It definitely affected like sort of the gameplay and stuff. But I think for both teams, but it, it was just more weird than anything, and mm-hmm. uh, it it made for like a weird <clears throat> environment. Like Evan Longoria hit a ball hard enough that it didn't matter about the win because it, it got out, and that was the only run of the game. And like for all that we were kind of worrying on in a relative sense about Max Scherzer. You know, because his last three starts were kind of off a little bit. He found it, uh, and he struck out ten in seven innings. He gave up one run, like just about every time. That's that's a win, you know. In most cases, in fact, I looked it up. So I wanted to limit it to, you know, because you can go at least seven innings or one run or or zero, I guess. But I I, I looked up just I just wanted to see. Uh, Pitchers in the postseason who give up, eight, uh, who pitch exactly seven innings, who give up exactly seven or exactly one run. Um, if you go back to 2013, so the last nine postseasons, 22 times a pitcher has done that, 20 times his team has won. And yeah. then the, the two <laughs> losses, both Max Scherzer starts. One, one was 2013 ALCS uh, Tigers at Red Sox and, uh, 
yeah, it was just it was nuts. So yeah, he perhaps a little bit unlucky on his part, but I think the 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 good news is that he looked really good, and the Dodgers uh, are in a position to potentially uh, ensure that he pitches again, and that would be important. So, but we'll get to that uh, shortly. But also in in uh, game three, the Giants' defense really shined. Uh, it was excellent. Uh, there were so many like big plays. This not really wind related, but um, Mookie Betts. Uh, well, he got robbed earlier on a ground ball, a hard hit ground ball by Brandon Crawford. Made a really nice play. Uh, but then there was a specific one in the. I think, I think it was. I'm losing track of the innings. Uh, I it was at some point in the game the Dodgers had. Um, I think two runners on and like this Mookie Betts line drive clearly would have driven in the tying run uh but Brandon Crawford made a fantastic leaping catch um and and ended the inning and it it robbed Mookie Betts and I think the um expected batting average on that line drive based on uh you know batted ball data and similar hits of that nature uh according to baseball savant was 870 yep um Chris Taylor, uh, earlier in the game, uh, hit a near home run. Uh, late after the game, Dave Roberts said he, he thought for sure it was gone. That one had an egg. Uh, I think that was expected batting average was 970, and <laughs> Steven Duggar caught it at the wall in center field. Uh, and then, you know, it's still 1 nothing in the ninth. Gavin Lux, uh, pinch hit, drove a ball that, again, both sides, like even the Giants after the game were like, oh yeah, I, I thought for sure it was gone. <laughs> like clearly every, everyone thought it was gone. And, um, <clears throat> but it didn't, it, it, it died at the warning track. Gavin Lux, uh, had some pretty funny like reactions to it. Like his face was just like, are you kidding me? Like really? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so like, eh, this is how it goes. Right. So that, but they only had five hits for the game. Very similar to game one, except that this game was obviously closer Whereas the Giants sort of like pulled away. I mean, as much as you can pull away in a four nothing game, but um, this and was really only one nothing. Yeah, I, you know, we talked about this on the last day off. Is like this is a really emblematic of the Dodgers' season, and here we are again. Of we'll talk about the good side of things of you yeah. know piling on and and great pitching and all of that, uh, but then these games that are like. It's like a weird mix of the other team played and pitched really well, plus had great defense, and the Dodgers got a little unlucky, but were also just bad <laughs> at times, just yeah. really bad at bats. I think I think they looked way worse in Game One. Like yes. uh, Webb made them just looked foolish, whereas this was more more of the uh, come on, if one of these lands, the Dodgers probably win, <laughs> and none of them landed. None of the yeah. would 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 be should be hits uh, went their way, really. Right. That that was like the thing where Dave Roberts after the game that was like the sort of saving grace, if there was any, where he was like, yeah, like the bats were good, and we just didn't get the results right. Like at a certain point, like all all you can do is just keep hitting the crap out of the ball, and hopefully good things will happen. Uh, and it didn't, but so one of the issues though, like just given the current roster, uh, right now was sort of, uh, came up in that game. Um, this was in the seventh inning, uh, the Dodgers had, they got two hits. Uh, they had three total hits against Taylor Rogers, uh, or wait, do they have, they have Tyler Rogers, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah. So I, all these Rogers twins, uh, uh, the, the Rogers twins, one's on the twins, and really it just it confuses me. Um, but yeah, so they had uh, 
two guys on, one out. Um, Rogers has reverse splits. He's a righty. The Dodgers had they sent up Austin Barnes to pinch hit, right? So he was the only right-handed batter left. Steven Souza had already singled, and like we could just say, like when all due respect, when Steven Souza has twenty percent of your team's hits, and he only has like it's one thing if he has three hits and you have fifteen, that's great. But like, yeah, if he has one of your five hits, it's a it's a bad night, right? Um, but like Barnes being sent up to pinch hit, okay, like. That's a good. That's a like okay situation. It the but then the Giants countered with uh, <laughs> left-handed Jake McGee. It's very weird, like all the way around. And you know what's coming with Jake McGee, right? It's fastball. Uh, Kapler said after the game they brought in McGee because they needed the strikeout. The Dodgers' options there were replace Barnes, you know, burn him. Uh, uh, not literally, uh, but then <laughs> they they have three lefties on the bench at this point: Cody Bellinger, Matt Beatty, Gavin Lux. Um, they stuck with Barnes again, totally defensible, right? It's a lefty on righty matchup. That's as good of a matchup. I think you're going to get at, for Barnes. Um, so like, it wasn't so much that like Barnes was used. It's that he was the best choice they had, right? Yeah. Like that, that's, that's a tough roster. And I think it, it speaks to how the giants are deeper. Like the Dodgers problems, this like just in figuring out a lineup uh, is that you know obviously they're missing Max Muncie, but then you look over the like the Giants don't have Brandon Belt, right? It's 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 mm-hmm. it's they're both hurting in that regard. But yeah. I think the, the Giants uh, where they could plug guys in, uh, it's a little more flexible I think than the Dodgers, uh, so that that helps them a little bit. Whereas the Dodgers, like you know, your three quarters of your infield are every day, Mookie Betts obviously in right, and then essentially Will Smith at catcher. So you're really deciding first base, center field, left field. And some of the guys you have aren't, they can only do one. I, I, even Chris Taylor, as versatile as he is, he's never played first. They wouldn't ask him to do that. Like, so they, they basically have Bellinger going back and forth. Um, it is know. really funny yeah. uh, in a sad kind of way how first base, it's this defensive issue they have to solve. Typically the, you know, Put yeah. a guy that obviously doesn't always work, Jock Peterson, but uh, yeah, and it would, but at least they tried that in the regular season, right? Like that, that's yes. the thing. Like, well, you, and they would you know, never and do that, that. Yeah. it would have been interesting to see what they would have done uh, if, say, Muncie's injury had come a month earlier, and but he would right. still be out. Like, you yeah. have to think they're going to be asking Lux or uh, Taylor to take some reps at first. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but, I guess, but not didn't yeah. happen in time. And and hey, maybe that would have had the same results as Jock Peterson, and they wouldn't have been an option. But I'm sure they would have at least given a shot. But they didn't, and now right. it's too, no time. Playoffs are not the time to try that out. So yeah, so I guess so. The good news there too is, is and we talked about this before, where Bellinger his his main asset is his defense in center mm-hmm. field, and but also, and it's funny because Gavin Lux is an infielder. But like to get him into the lineup, he's basically has to play left or center. He's fast enough to do it, but then you have Bell- like so. The, what they did in Game Four was start Bellinger at first and Gavin Lux in center with Chris Taylor in left. Um, that was a little surprising because obviously Taylor has more experience. But I think um, uh, Dave Roberts was saying like he likes a, uh, it's a little bit easier. I think for Lux to read the ball off the bat in center. 
and I, I sort of flippantly said, uh, Lux has not broken anyone's ribs from center field yet, so like it's it's a safe position for him to play. But um, yeah, like super weird. But offensively, it, it kind of paid off. Like Lux, uh, he had. Uh, yeah, two singles, two walks. Uh, he ended up getting double switched out, but he reached base all four times. Uh, uh, Bellinger started at first. He had two hits in the postseason. He's four for 13 with a double, the big double in game two. He also has walked twice. He had he had the effective uh, wild card game where he also stole two bases. So, like, you could, you know, the, the you know, you can kind of see the depth emerging there, right? Mm-hmm. But also, the other thing about game four, they got a lead early. They threatened like every single inning except I think the seventh. Um, they left a lot of runners on base, but they were also just constantly threatening, um, and they they kept like tacking on. They scored in five different innings. They they won seven to two. Uh, Mookie Betts sort of uh, gave them the breathing room with the two run homer uh, in the fourth. That made it four one. Will Smith homered uh, in the eighth. That was his second home run of the series. The Dodgers only have three home runs in the series. Smith has two. Mookie has the other one. But yeah, like that was, like that was what they obviously needed to do. Uh, the other like huge thing about uh, Game Four was that they went with Walker Bueller on short rest. I, I just didn't think they would ever do that, just based on how they've used him, right? Like over the years, like they start him on extra rest way more often than like um uh like you know, like on 4 days rest right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so and it's you know i just i just didn't think they would do it and they did like he i guess so the timeline of this was um after game 2 when it's when it's tied Bueller went in to like Roberts and whoever and and um and said uh you know i want to I'd like to pitch on game four if, if it's possible. The division series, the way it's laid out, helps this in a way because of the off days where if you the Dodgers did this four years in a row with Kershaw back in 2013 to 16 where you can have your game one starter go game four on short rest and then you have your game two starter on regular rest for game five because there's two off days in between. So it kind of works out if you do if you want to do that. And the Dodgers like um, choice there. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. But back to Bueller for a second. So Roberts uh, before Game Four said they wanted to wait until the morning of to like just see how Bueller felt before they like officially you know pulled the trigger. Although I think based on post game quotes Tuesday night or Monday night after Game Three, it seemed like the decision was kind of already made. Yeah. They just wanted to make sure. But Bueller, after after the game last night, he said, "As long as I could walk into the clubhouse, I think I was going to pitch." So it, it was pretty funny. He was like laughing about it. Um, but so the the choice comes down to like whatever uh, diminished Bueller would be on three days rest for as far as he can go, right? Like you're not expecting him to go seven, or like Tony Gonsolin on regular rest, but also it's because it's Tony Gonsolin, he has a short leash. Uh, and that makes it a little more of a bullpen game, like a planned bullpen game. And so the Dodgers, I, you know, in that situation, it's it's way easier of a call to go with Bueller there, even though he's never done it because he's Walker Bueller, right? Like everyone before the game was like, I think we uh, Blake Trinan 
he's the one of the best postseason pitchers I've ever seen. Chris Taylor was like, um, you know, he's he's exactly who we want on the mound. Even like Chris Bryant on the Giants was like, yeah, that's the right choice. Like if I was managing the team, that's what I would do too. <laughs> like they went with their best option, right? Like that's you you try to get your best players playing as 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 often as possible, and especially with pitching since there's rest involved. And they, that's what they did. They maximized it. So he got 13 outs, Bueller. Um, he pitched four and a third. Uh, he, he allowed one run, and it, it scored after he left. He left with two runners on in the fifth. But, like, that's kind of exactly what they needed. Um, Joe Kelly relieved him. Now, just to put that in perspective, Tony Gonsolin, this year, every, every one of his 15 games was on regular rest and sometimes longer. He only pitched uh, as long as Bueller did in game four, five times in 15 games. So, like, I think it was very clearly the right call. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the fact that he did well just sort of adds to, I think Dave Roberts mentioned, he uh, Bueller checked another box, right, like on his postseason lore because he's been so good just generally in the postseason for a long time. So uh, it was really good to see for him. Uh, now, I do have a trivia question for you that's not related to Bueller, but it is related to the Dodgers and the Giants. All righty. So two players have homered in the postseason for both the Dodgers and Giants. Um, can you name them? Uh, we'll give it a shot after this. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two players have hit uh, home runs for both the Dodgers and the Giants. Yep. Uh, how many can I name? Uh, Jeff Kent. Yeah, I, I'm going to wait till you oh, give me you both answers. Oh, you want me to get both? Man. Yeah. Marquise Grissom. Uh no. Okay. Uh, so you got can't. I want. I, I should have done. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you That's got can't. Yeah. Do, do you want to get? Do you want to give? No, actually. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's actually Mark Kiskisserm and Jeff Kent. No, wait. You did the wrong. No. Uh, do you want to get one more try on the second one? Nope. Tapping out. Okay. So Jeff Kent, five home runs with the Giants in the postseason. I believe they were. 97 NLDS and 2002 World Series, and he hit one with the Dodgers. That was in 2006. Um, and then um, Juan Uribe was the other. Oh, of uh, course, of course. I was at two that with game. The, two with <laughs> the, the Giants in 2002, with the Dodgers in 2013. Yep, yep, yep. Both, both in the, just yeah, the, bricked on it. Absolutely. I was, uh, at, I was at that game, and I. I uh, think. I think, think the first. Player. Never a giant. He was never a giant. Never did anything important for them. I, I think he was the first player, or the, the, I'm sorry, the first player 
I think that played for the for both the Dodgers and Giants in the postseason was Casey Stengel mm. because he was uh, – this might not be right. but he, So he, he homered it for the Giants, and I forget if it was the 22 or 23 World Series, but he had already played in the 1916 World Series with the Dodgers. He just didn't homer. Mm. So Because uh, I was looking up, like, um, you know, Giants who homered in the postseason then go, sort of back backing into the Dodger part of it. But uh, yeah, I was I, I forgot he had played in the World Series with the Dodgers. So, but yeah, that's uh, you, great you did question. Good. I, I should have gotten yeah. it for sure. Yep. Uh, okay, so looking uh, ahead, anything? Any other yeah. sort of trailing thoughts you wanted to go over the last two games? Trying to think. Um, no, it was. Uh, I, I will give ourselves a pat on the back in that we specifically you, you and I brought up how badly I thought Luck should be playing, so I'll take credit for that. Mm. But you brought up that you didn't think the, it would have to come at the cost of AJ Pollock, and you were right on. Yeah, and like, um, yep, uh, that, that's uh, it'll be interesting. So I forgot to mention this. Um, Dave Roberts did say after Game Four. Because he was asked about Lux, like, did he earn more playing time? He he almost hit the game tying homer. Then he had he reached base four times, and and Robert said he'll be in there. I just don't know where yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like, and then it got to the point, like, in our comments um, on True Blue LA, uh, people were like, uh, "Are they going to bench Justin Turner?" And I was like, "Well, first of all, do you know what you're talking about?" But like, no, I I just don't think that's necessarily possible at yeah. this point but like he's also acknowledged uh, he's two for 21 he did hit the home run uh in the wild card game but yeah two for 21 uh i just i cannot see them like benching turner especially if like if you're playing lux at third or something i would i would be shocked it, it sounds like it's probably going to be an, a similar thing where they choose between taylor and pollock and probably have Bellinger at first, and then have Lux do one of the one of left field or center field, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah. So we'll we'll see how it goes. But I, I think that's sort of where where they're at. But it, uh, regardless, it should be a, an exciting yeah. Game. And it'll be really interesting. You gotta give it's interesting when cert, like when come playoff time, the Dodgers will kind of do whatever they want. Not really but they'll, they're way more willing to try things but then come playoff time some of the lineup and deci- and roster decisions going into how hot pollock was to end the year and then they're just like these the guy that, like and granted he did not has not looked good um in yeah. the playoffs so far um and did not look good against logan webb so i think that that backs us up granted no <laughs> very few dodgers did no look good. right right um but i think i think the at bat quality was particularly low for him kind of 2019-esque it would be um, interesting if they if they went uh, Bellinger center Lux left and mm-hmm. then had Beatty at first at least to start because oh, that's then you'd, you'd load up on lefties. Uh, so I wonder if I wonder if that's what they're thinking about. And then eventually you see Taylor, uh, but and, uh, Taylor looked really see, good at least, like the at bat right, quality exactly. again. Just speaking, like you know, obviously he had the big home run and has had um, has had some result-oriented success but the at-bat quality just looks really high with him right now so and and you you trust him yes in just just about any outfield spot so like that that's it, it'll be interesting to see see what they do um, I, I wouldn't fault them for either of those options so yeah and, and so you talked about like how the season series uh currently 
is Giants 12, Dodgers 11. Game 24 is, is Thursday in Game 5 of the series. On the season, though, the total wins, because the Dodgers played the wildcard game, they did mm-hmm. catch the Giants in wins. So right now it's 109-109. to 109. Um, So the team that gets to 110 gets to play in the NLCS. Uh, so, And the weird part is if... Uh, if the Dodgers win because they're the wild card, they would start uh, the NLCS in Atlanta. <laughs> the Braves uh, upset the Brewers. Uh, everyone, you know, talked about how what a crazy matchup it would be with the Brewers uh, because of their pitching, and but they also didn't score really mm-hmm. much at all. Uh, but then if the if the Giants win, they would host uh, the Brewers because they were the division winner and all that. Right. But. Uh, the matchup to get there first, uh, you got to get through Logan Webb, who who uh, shut the Dodgers out through seven and two thirds in Game One. He struck out ten. Um, Urias and Webb is a great matchup, and also like <laughs> both are have been excellent and excellent against uh, the other team. Uh, I was looking at this. So uh, Dodge, the Giants in Logan Webb starts. They're twenty three and five this year, including fourteen and zero at home. Sure, and that that includes game one. Um, the Giants won all four of Webb's starts versus the Dodgers uh, this year. He had a one fifty two ERA in those. Uh, so that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> the Dodgers, meanwhile, twenty seven and six when Julio Urias starts. That so the, the I was sort of half joking uh, in my head. Um, before game four, because there were, it's like, who's going to start? Is it going to be Bueller? I was thinking, start Urias in both games, even if it's short, <laughs> just because the offense always seems to score for him. <laughs> so, like, it gets the offense going, all that. I was, you know, obviously it wasn't going to happen, but maybe, maybe he's the spark for the, uh, the offense to, to score in an odd numbered game in the series. Um, but the Dodgers have won Urias' last 12 starts. That includes game two. Um, he has a 315 ERA and six starts against the Giants. Uh, Bueller's start in game four was his seventh against the um, Giants this year. Um, Anthony Desclafani on the flip side uh, made his seventh start, uh, and he has a 753 ERA against the Dodgers, and like I think it's 237 against everybody else. Just a weird year for him. But uh, LA's last loss in a Urias start was July 27th. Um, it was in San Francisco. Oh, no. That game was started by Logan Webb. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, but they they kind of you know did mostly the same. Uh, they both allowed a run. Um, Urias pitched five and two thirds. Webb pitched six. The Giants won in the eighth inning on a really bad throw by Cody Bellinger, who was playing first base. He kind of th- threw it just airmailed third base on a play and allowed the winning run to score. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be weird. It's going to be good. I think it just had to sort of come down to this. I'm looking forward to it. Obviously I would say the, the one advantage or one of the advantages I think the Dodgers might have is the bullpen being more rested, especially Kenley Jansen. Uh, he, so by pulling away late in game four, the Dodgers did use Blake Trinan for four outs on um, in game four. He pitched both three and four. Um, they didn't use Jansen though because they didn't. It was like seven two late. So uh, Kenley only pitched an inning in game three, and then he pitched the wild card game before that. So heading into Thursday, his that'll be his only game in seven days. Uh, so 
you could see a scenario where they go to him a little bit longer than normal. I mean, two innings is a possibility, I would say. I still think they would easily use Trinan in three out of four. So you're talking about a, a potentially very aggressive bullpen use. Also, Knable is rested. Um, the Giants use seven of their eight relievers in game four because DeSclafani only got five outs. So that could be an issue. Um, now, the Giants did say... Kevin Gaussman and Alex Wood would be available. Uh, Kevin Gaussman started in game two for the Giants, so he's, he's like Urias in that he's similarly rested. The Dodgers equivalent there would be Tony Gonsolin if like they needed length. But um, we'll see. The Giants closer, Camilo Duvall, uh, pitched very well. He recorded the last six outs in game three. Uh, he did give up the, the Lux ball that, you know, on maybe a, a normal night might have went out. But, like, still, he, he looked pretty awesome. He's well-rested. So, yeah, it, it's going to be an exciting thing. Now, uh, Dave Roberts was asked, uh, you know, what about Max Scherzer, who pitched game three? Would he be available in relief? And he said, as of now, he's not. But he was he was kind of like he just left the door open a little bit. He, he said he reserves the right to change his mind. So, it, you know, I, it's one of those all-hands-on-deck type of thing. You have to win this game to get move on. You worry about tomorrow, tomorrow, that kind of thing. But I would be surprised, I think, if Scherzer uh, pitched. But who knows? Uh, it's going to be interesting either way. But, yeah, game five, I think it had to come down to this. The Dodgers and Giants are the two best teams in baseball. Um, so, yeah, like uh, they get the, the spotlight to themselves. Uh, all the other three division series have been decided already. There's no games today on Wednesday when we're recording, uh, but there will be one game Thursday, and we're going to look forward to watching it. So, uh, Speak for yourself. I guess, Ugh, yeah, stress. yeah. No, it's going to be stressful. Just, that's what, anxiety? Look, you we, can't look forward it, to anxiety. Enjoy is in, in quotation marks. Uh, the playoffs always just like are constant inner turmoil, and uh, so you have. they're more something you endure. I, I have watched every inning for any listeners Whoa, keeping track. Uh, so. Live even? Yeah. Wow, that's. I said I would okay. after the. I said I get a few years where World Series wins buys buys my uh, less stressed watching. Yeah, so far they've had all all the um, as you know night games. Uh, I would say there's going to be a couple uh, conflicts uh, for the league championship series because there's a few games or a few days with both the NL and the AL playing. So I'm I would imagine they'll get at least one day game. Uh, <laughs> In the um, uh, the other way, you know, with Red Sox Astros, um, uh, like taking a one of the day games and maybe one of the night games. I don't, who knows how that's going to play out. Well, I'm sure we'll find out soon. But to get there, the Dodgers have to win Game Five first, so that's what we're focusing on. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you at some point after Game Five. Once again, open ended. It could be about the season ending. It could be about the next series. Uh, You'll know soon enough. But thanks for listening, everybody, and hope you enjoy Game 5.